It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to NGSE Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. This is the Happy Hour Network. Network. Pay attention, son. This is for your own good. This is Shane Young from HoopsHabit.com, and you're listening to the Earnestly Speaking Podcast, the best podcast on the web. The Earnestly Speaking Podcast is a show that is founded on free-flowing conversation and may at times venture into mature subjects. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, Earnestly Speaking Podcast. Let's get it. I'm a giant in New York, in Miami, carry heat. So much more in store, my product can flood the street. Opinion Nation, Godfather, CEO. Puff in the late 90s, gonna see me blow. Oh, got my hustle on, no imitation of that. Army of Untouchables, Opinion Nation staff. Never an off season, homie. Check the numbers. Heart dropping my own right, supplying Southern comfort. Earnestly speaking, my ego is well fed. Earnestly speaking, you're too feeble. No threat, see him like a hurricane, you're a mild breeze Earnestly speaking, leaving Eli a dynasty Alright, welcome to the Earnest Speaking Podcast I'm your host Ernest EJ Christian This person here needs no, no introduction <laughs> None at all G Stelio, GW Gross What's up G? What's going on man, it's been a while since you and me have been on some ways together Yeah, you left me bro you left me. You left me. Like it's like no warning. It's like I'm leaving you now. I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did it professionally. I gave you like a two week notice. Yeah, you did. I know. <laughs> you did in a text. Well, I, I, I didn't get the. I didn't get the facts. I just got a text. Hey, uh, two weeks. Two week notice. No, no, no. We, we, we did the whole the, the whole the whole Pat Riley thing. There was no facts. There was no facts this time. I didn't give you a two yeah, week notice. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, we did a podcast a couple, couple weeks ago, but it was like a little, like, 10 minute little Cam Newton, mm-hmm. you know, love fest. But, you know, we haven't really discussed anything in a while. Um, dude, what's going on with you? What's, what's up? What's up? I mean, I, I, I mean, we talk all the time, obviously, but I, you know, I don't think the listeners have really, you know, let's listen to your podcast, of course, you know, F bombing your way through. By the way, I love your new format in your podcast. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, it. I, you know what? It's funny because like I was, I just started listening to the podcast. You, you and me listen to a bunch of different podcasts. Yeah, and and none of them are sports related. You know, I mean, I listen to Michael Rappaport, Bill Burr, Probably the, the Joe Budden podcast, the EMA, and it's like, and it just seems so much more fun to just like say the word fuck on your podcast <laughs> than to not say the word fuck. So, and and, and honestly, like it's it's pretty much how I talk to myself anyway because that's my job. 
I work by myself, so I curse at myself. I'm, you know, so pretty much like when you hear me for a half hour or 45 minutes, 60 minutes of me just talking to myself, that, that it's not even me doing a podcast. That's just me. That's just how I am by dude, myself. Dude, e- e- even Bill Simmons says fuck now on the podcast. Like now he's like, on oh, solo really? Now? Oh, yeah. It's, it's explicit. No, explicit. Him. All day. Oh, yeah. The, the, ESPN, the ESPN shackles are off, baby. Wow, good for him! I didn't know that. So, are those are those the podcasts you enjoy the most? Uh, Bill Burr, of course. We, you know, you and I love Michael Rapaport's podcast. I mean, that yeah, that, that, that's that, to me that's the uh, the elite. That's like the uh, top of the top of the triangle. Yeah, that, so that for, 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 for me, it's for me, it's Bill Burr, only because like it's really him by himself, like all the time, and he's he's an animal. <laughs> he's a womanizer. He's just, he just—he's just no fuck, you know. So he's an he's asshole like you. Problem. Oh, he's—he's he's hilarious though. But at the end of the day, he's just hilarious, you know. But Bill Burr to me is like my favorite, you know, just because of the way he is about it, you know. And, and, and at the end, at the end of the podcast, he doesn't try to act like he's something great. Like you know, he'll go on a big rant about the government or something. They go, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Let me shut the fuck up, like that. Who the fuck am I? You know, it's like he's—he's he's out of his mind. So yeah. But, and, but but the Joe Budden podcast only because I'm a fan of Joe Budden, so it's easy to listen to the podcast. Yeah, it, it's just it's just like three friends just sitting around talking shit. Same thing as EMA. Shout out to Big Thurman and EMA. Though. Those boys do a good job, like EMA. Yeah, they're really good actually. I I, I you know I I subscribed to the podcast actually. Uh, Per your recommendation, and I checked it out. So actually, and they and they go further than just uh, hip hop music. They go into like, some pop culture oh, stuff, yeah, yeah. you know. So they, they 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 do dabble around a lot of other things. Now you hey, are yeah. I really now it. you are on this podcast because you are promoting a new book. Uh, you wrote a uh, a fifty plus page book entitled "All You Need to Know." Uh, very interesting cover, by the way, which I like a lot. By the way, you know, I kind of I kind of well, even, even with the uh, Monopoly Man looking mustache on the on the front cover, I, I still envision your face on there. I don't know why; it's weird. Yeah, that that shout for my man Ed Celio. I told him what I wanted, and he gave me that. And I and I kind of wanted orange in the backdrop, you know, just just pay ode to my Chicago Bears. So I wanted orange in the backdrop, and um, yeah, it worked out perfect. The cover, though, I loved it. What What was the influence on the uh, on the book? What made you want to write this book about this subject? What is the book about? First off, um, the book is um, you know, like like. Uh, on the onset, it looks like it's, it's, it's me telling guys how to pick up women, but it's more than that. Because the reason why a lot of guys don't pick up women is because they just lack confidence. So they they they, 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 they never built it up in themselves to go approach a girl. Because I, I, I've hung out and I hang out with guys who just are scared to talk to girls. But wait, 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 maybe all of a sudden they're not as good looking as you are? I mean, come on now. No, 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 that's impossible. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. You know? Maybe, maybe, they, yeah. maybe those guys don't have confidence, or maybe it's not as good looking as you are. And no, no, no. That's the thing, though. It, 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 they don't even have to be ugly guys or, or guys who you can't cool. They're not like nerds or these guys you go chill out, have a beer, watch a game with, joke around. But when it comes to women, they have no idea. So in this book, I'm pretty much telling guys how to build a confidence that isn't a facade. You know, it's taking the best qualities, blowing them up, and presenting them, making yourself interesting, and then and what to do when you approach these women and how to handle these women because there's many different situations when it comes to women because women are all fucking out of their mind. You know, so there's no way to just pinpoint. There's no way to say this is how to talk to women 
and, 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 and you try to picture an ideal woman. Because an ideal woman is a figment of our imagination. It's just like in, in motion pictures, because women are probably the most imperfect human beings. Obviously, they're like two opposite human beings, often them. But they are the most imperfect of the human beings. So, so it, 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 it's hard to decipher. But in this book, it's like 50 pages, quick read. And if, if you know me and you read it, you can hear, you can definitely see it's my tone. It's my, it, 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 it's, I'm pretty much coming out unfiltered on it, you know, and I enjoyed writing it. It just, you know what's scary? Like my goal these days to write novels, you know? Yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah, we discussed this. This is a 50-page book and it kicked my fucking ass. <laughs> it's 50 pages of me talking shit and it kicked my ass. Like, I think I proofread it about 10 times. I had two other people proofread it from the app. My, my friend Nick edited edited the whole thing with me, and it's a process. It's a process, so I can't even imagine when it's time for me to like write a novel, like two hundred and fifty page, three hundred page novel. That's gonna that's gonna be the end of my life. Bro. You know, I think the reason why it's that way, why it's so, is that because you, this book was, is, is supposed to be precise to the point. And sometimes you want to, you have to cut out all the fat and things that don't that don't really need to be there. And that's all harder than you realize. Like when you want to find an article, you know, if you want to keep an article around 400, 500 words, sometimes that's harder because like you have all this. As you're writing, you have all the stuff that comes out of, your, out of your head, and like you, like you feel like you have to add it. But sometimes you add it, it, it dilutes the, uh, you know, the 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 the, uh, the core of the story. And I, I think yeah, that's yeah. why you had an uh, issue with that. No, you're right. Right, it's probably because, like, because it, it's funny because like, when you're writing articles, you just gotta get right down to it, you know. And, and, and I, when I write my blogs, I'm a little bit more wordy. I give myself like a thousand, a thousand word limit, which is a bit wordy for a blog. But yeah, you're right. Though. You know, it's, it's a different process when you when you're going to describe every little detail as you would in a, in a real novel compared to this 50-page piece of shit. Well, give me an example of something. I mean, I don't want to go into a lot of the book because, you know, obviously it's, it's you know, we want, we want people to support the, the movement and support the, you know, the, the book. Mm-hmm. But give me some, give me, give me an example of something, advice you gave, you gave in this book that somebody can actually learn right now on this podcast. Uh, all right, yeah. matter of fact, because I actually, I actually say this all the time, so it's not even that big of a deal. But um, when guys are at a bar, I, I hate when guys, <clears throat> they see a girl that they want to talk to. And the first thing you do is, oh, can I buy you a drink? Or, or you just go and buy that. it. That's stupid. It's, it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. <clears throat> and um, and uh, in this book, I give you ways on how to avoid that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like, like how, how to be a cheap bastard about it. Mm-hmm. And pretty much like, uh, if the girl's in the bar and she just gets her drink, that's when you make your move. You know, and right. you have to watch her when she's drinking her drink because if she's drinking it fast, she's a lush, and you kind of know what to deal with from the start. But if she's a regular chick, she's just drinking it, and then pay attention because if her drink's going down halfway, a third of the way, you, 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 you may want to be like, "Yo, let me catch up with you later. I, I, it's my friend's birthday. Yada, yada. I'll be right back." So yeah, yeah. Then scope it out. Wait till she orders another drink, and just keep on hawking him like that. It's a real scumbag thing to do, but <laughs> it's never worth it to buy a girl a drink. If some girls go out with no money in their pocket, DJ, because they know we're fucking idiots and we're gonna spend money. And let me say, the mentality is stupid because a girl's pussy is worth more than six dollars. Oh, then you're gonna spend it up here. Huh. You know, so the whole mentality of it's stupid. Like she's not gonna sleep with you because you're going to two beers. It's not going to happen. You know, I mean, there are some girls out there that I would say, no, I will. But in reality, like, that's, just, that, that's how to handle the bar scene. Don't ever buy a girl a drink. Even though I will admit, there's been four or five times in my life where you just kind of get caught in a situation, you can't get out of it. 
and you just got to get the drink. But it's always when you're already engaged in the conversation with them. That's never the opener. Easy for you to say because you're GW Gross. I mean, hey, you know what I mean? I'm really obnoxious when I talk to girls, so I really don't give a shit. Like, like, like I talk to a girl, and I'm kind of just talking about myself. <laughs> so I really don't care. Like, I really. I'm, and, I, and the I, thing I'm is, I believe that not. too. I believe that I've, we've met before. Like, believe me, I you, I, yeah, you are. People say, "Oh, is G, G, really, the way he is on radio, is is yes, he is. He's actually worse in person." <laughs> yeah, I, I think I am. I think I am worse in person. You have to control like, even, even my girlfriend will look at me and she's like, "I don't know. I don't know why your friends stay your friends with you because you treat them like shit." I'm like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay. You just don't understand. <laughs> um, do you, like as you said, you do. You, do you plan to write some more stuff, like going like next year or so? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just so time consuming, but, but like you know, it is like after football season's done, it's like a lot more opportunities kind of open up for me. So I like, guess it's, it's already good college season for the most part. It's done. You know, it's just bowl games and stuff like that. So it's done. So uh, NFL is coming for the, for the final run now. What last four weeks right now? NFL. So yeah. it, it gets a lot. It gets a lot clearer for me, and I, I already started working on two novels, which is stupid because I should only focus on one. And yeah, but, but your G, <laughs> like, you like to complicate things because you like to complicate things. This is what I'm saying, complicating things. Oh so, yeah, yeah, I love complicating things. So I started two novels, but uh, and then I got one in my head that I really want to get going on, but I'm really just gonna keep that in the back burner until these two are done. So yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Like you know, you t- you're talking about how like um. You know, you know. Now that football is ending soon, like you feel like I'm life again. Like it's funny. I was telling my wife uh, yesterday how, like, you know, Saturdays is, is like kind of cool now. Like we, we, you could do more stuff now because now that college football is over, pretty much. You know, than in the bowl games. You know, Saturday, and, and it's weird. Like as a ki- you know, as a kid when you're younger, you feel depressed that it's done. But then, like as an adult, you're like, oh, I actually have more time to do stuff now. It's weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a weird <laughs> fucking thing. Cause, like, because we, it's not because we don't love the sport. We love the sport because it. it, it Obviously, watch it, but it's just that one of those things where, like, I not that I miss it, but it's like, okay, good, it's gone. I now I can actually get shit done. I'll yeah. miss it probably in, in July when like it's, it's getting close to coming back, but not not out the gate after it's over. Now it, it, it's great because like, and then it's funny because then like when I have other things to do, I don't want to do them because I want to watch college football. So it, it's really like a love hate relationship with this college football thing. You know, because yeah. I really have no weekend. You know, yeah. especially the, especially during the end of college football, it's retarded because the MAC conference plays again Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. Which is stupid. I, I still don't believe you do that crap. Because I gamble. I mean, when you're a gambler, you're gonna watch them. You know, so it's fun. So I have no life during football season. I swear no to you, I, you know, I swear to you, I, I swear to you, Roger Goodell wants to have more divorces in, in this country because the fact that he's fucking pushing Thursday night football, you know, throw down on down on a freaking throw. By the way, this year has actually had some good games this year. This has been one of the, probably the best Thursday night football season that we've ever had. But that said, you know, I feel like he wants more divorces in this country because, like, he's adding more stuff throughout the week, and I hate that. As as an, as, an, as a father now, and as an, as a, as a husband, I hate that shit now because I want to have my Sundays be dedicated to that, and that's it, and leave it alone. I mean, I, like Thursday night football is kind of like one of those things. Like, like yesterday, I went out to play basketball. I really didn't do, you know, I really didn't give a shit. I just went out and played basketball with my friend Mike for a little bit, and then um, I didn't really care. But, and, and, and Sunday night, you and me already discussed, Sunday night, I'm done with football. I watch yeah. it all day Saturday, all day well, this Sunday. Is, this is our game, like, like, this is our game or Yeah, game. yeah, it's like, yeah, unless it's the Bears on at that time, I really don't care. And, and Thursday night football is turning into that, too. 
like I'm really not in a rush to watch Thursday yeah. Night Football. It's Unless like, it's our team. You know, I really don't care. Right. I'm, I'm with you on that. It's funny because, like, I uh, this is, gee, this is the first year I think I've ever really, be honest with you, I've actually was actually selective for the entire every every week this year that I was selective with games to watch. Like, I I don't think I've watched an entire weekend of football, um, entire slate of football on a Sunday this year. Because what I've done, obviously, giant games, and then if there's a big game on somewhere, I'll watch it. But I've actually I mm-hmm. I, I, I think I've missed some more Sunday games this year than I've actually watched. And shout out, I don't know how the NFL has done it because their matchups on Monday Night Football have been dreadful, but the games have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, like Ravens Browns. It's been terrible matchups. Yeah, it's been terrible matchups. But like, like I think this week is giant Dolphins. Like, no one's really looking out for that game, but I guarantee you it's going to be a good game. That's how all these games on Monday Night Football have been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm trying. I'm still trying to go to that game, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's down here. First giant, first giant game uh, here. That, 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 that's, that's actually the first Monday Night Football game I won on this, but I probably won't. No, you're a dick. I, See, there you go. I you, 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 there you go. You're back, you're back in asshole mode. Okay, get off of sports a little bit. Um, did you see uh, the Billboard's uh, all-time top hip hop, um, top ten hip hop list? Yeah, I did. I, it really made no sense. You didn't like <laughs> it, huh? I, 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 I caught issue with this one person on the list. Who? Lil Wayne. Anybody else? I, I, I can see the argument. Wait, wait, wait. Huh? And I understand, like, in terms of, like, I mean, but I'm not a Lil Wayne fan. But, I mean, when you're looking at a certain era for a certain timepiece, he was the most dominant name in hip-hop for, like, five years. Agreed. Remember, like, hip-hop's still a very thing. young culture. He's still, and hip-hop's still, what is this, 30, 40 years of hip-hop culture? Like, a very young culture. And he pretty much dominated for five years. And, and, and Plutch, and, and he's the most relevant of those names today, you know. So I can, I can understand, but I'm with, he's never going to be in my top 10. You know, I, he, he, he wouldn't be in my top 20. Well, <laughs> but I can understand how a, 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 a magazine like Billboard that really has no idea what to do with hip-hop would put Lil Wayne there. My issue was Lauren Hill in the top 10. No, I'm not why? Saying, I'm not saying Lauren Hill isn't talented, because... She, well, she was talented, but one fucking album. <laughs> I, I guess you got a point there. The, the the amount of material that she put out, what probably wasn't wasn't fair Still to justify. Not yeah, like she she did one Fuji's record. Still not enough. She what? Two Fuji yeah, records? It, two Fuji records or one Fuji record? It was two Fuji records and her solo album, which her solo album was one of the best albums I've heard in my life. Mm-hmm. You know. Beautiful album from start to finish. The Fuji albums were all right. Let's, let's be honest about the Fuji. Everybody told about the Fuji. The Fuji had a lot of filler on their albums. You think a so? A lot of filler. You know, <laughs> their good songs were great, but then there was a lot of stupid filler with 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 with, with White Class acting like he was Bob fucking Marley or something on it, <laughs> singing and playing a ukulele or whatever the hell he wanted. Like it, the, some of the songs just got weird, you know. But all right, no, so, I, I had a problem with Lauren Hill on there. Who else? Do you remember the list? Of you? Well, I, was, I, 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 was just, I was just going to read off right now for the listeners who don't know okay. the list or who are familiar with this, this topic. Here is the uh, list one through ten in order: Biggie, which I have no problem with that at all. Jay Z, no. Eminem. Rakim, Nas, Andre 3000, surprisingly, which I actually love that selection, uh, Lauren Hill, Ghostface Killer, Kendrick Lamar, and Lil Wayne. That's the order that Billboard says is the uh, top 10 all-time greatest hip-hop artists, you know, of all time. Top 
even though Tupac's not in my top ten, I'm just surprised he wasn't there. Yeah, I'm very shocked. I mean, and 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 that's the, the biggest like gripe is why isn't Tupac there? He has the, enough records to justify that. You know, he had he had a he had a uh, a, a strong impact on 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 the culture and whatnot in the in the nineties. You know, his death see, is and, he's and, a, and, like and a martyr almost. Like, and, and for me, it's like guys like Scarface, guys like Jadakiss, like. Like I, I, I always feel like that's why I really don't like any of the hip hop debates because I get really upset because Scarface is a legend, you know. Jadakiss is Jadakiss is probably the one guy no no artist to really mess with line for line, you know. He like me too, in down, down, he's probably one of the best that we ever had is Jadakiss. The Ghostface Killer question is interesting because I actually like the fact he's on the top ten. Like he he might he might be in the top fifteen for mine. But he's so off the wall and makes no sense sometimes that I can understand why some people want to understand why he's there. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was surprised though. Um, they had um, Lauren Hill here too. But then you think about Lauren Hill. I think the only argument against her really is, isn't the fact that she doesn't belong here. It's the fact that there's not enough material to justify her being here on this list. Because I mean, everybody, everybody else on this list has had at least five, uh, three or four albums. I guess Biggie. Well, he has what, three albums. Biggie. Yeah. Oh no, just two really. It was two, really, so then, and then he had the posthumous album. But but the thing is, though, his two albums are arguably two of the greatest of all time. So, right. I mean, well, this, well, <laughs> well, well I mean, I mean, the thing is, the same thing we said about Lauryn Hill too, because the score was humongous. The, the score was one of the biggest albums of that year in '96. See, but the, the score, a lot of that though, even though I just made fun of him, a lot of that you got to be credit to Wyclef. I mean, he, he was the man on production, the songwriting, like he, but Wyclef. Was, like the food is really Wycliffe and Lauren, so it's like Wycliffe had a yeah. Pros never, yeah, Pros never any love, bro. Pros doesn't get any love on that record whatsoever. He stinks. He was the worst part. You no like one him? ever understood why Pros was part of the group. No Pros one ever understood well. why he was part of the group. <laughs> but um, the Andre 3000 one is interesting because um, and you can debate this with anybody, but I, I kind of think Andre 3000 and Kanye West kind of ushered in this new this this new sound of hip hop where everybody's singing, you know. And I think On 3000 and Kanye West kind of brought it to that level right now, you know, where people can act all funky and they're pretty much singing and they're, you know. But, but, but 3000, like, like, what has he done? Really? Like, he, he's not even, he doesn't do a lot of features even. Like, you hardly ever hear from On 3000. To me, On 3000 is like a lazy motherfucker. Like, he doesn't do shit. <laughs> like, I mean, so, so for that reason alone, I wouldn't put him in there. Like, I'd be like, no, fuck you. Like, do some work. Like everyone else, like, uh, that's why him and Lauren Hill, they don't do no work. Like, they're not doing anything. Like, and, and Rock Him, I, I know I'm going to come off. I've never, ever never been into Rock Him. I know, I, you weren't a fan. I understand, yes. I understand the whole uh, hip hop and all this bullshit, but I was never. What's your beef with Rock Him? What's your beef? Let's say, what's your beef? There's no beef. I just don't, I just never thought he was great. I, it's if a preference, you ask me then. from that era, from that era, the old, I'm not really into old school rap in, in general. I'm just not. But from that era, give me Cool G Rap and Big Daddy Kane any day over Rockham. Okay, I I, I respect that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I love sh- Big Daddy are, Kane. Are, are you shocked though that Kendrick Lamar made the list? Yeah, because he's young. But a lot of people think he's he's that new Jack. He's the future. So. Well, you, you're you're pretty honest about your feelings about hip hop and about who's who has the pulse on who has the you know the finger on the pulse and whatnot. But you've you've never really been that negative about Kendrick Lamar, really, other than the fact that you didn't like his last album. Other than that, but you, you think he's very talented. I, I think he's all right. I, I just think like I think he's all right. I just think he's vastly overrated. But like I always say, 
I, I think it's because of this class, this um, this era of hip hop that we're in. Mm-hmm. There aren't a lot of people who are doing what Kendrick does, which is actually being a lyricist. You know, I'll never take away from the fact that Kendrick can rap and Kendrick got lyrics. I just think he's boring. I just think he's bottom line boring. And if I'm listening to music, yeah, you know, you, you could try to see yourself, but you got to entertain me. Like, so, <laughs> if I'm putting 45 minutes into your album, I need to be entertained. I don't want to be, and, and not for nothing, as a Puerto Rican man growing up in New York, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want to hear 60 minutes about the black man this, the black man that. that doesn't oh, help God, there we go. <laughs> I mean, that's the that's that's same reason why I got turned off from Nas's music. Because Nas is really pro, I mean, I'm driving around in front of, and you're going to talk about all oh, the police, hey, that's black. I'm not going to blast this music in my car. Oh, yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm just being honest. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, and and, 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 and as a fan, like, I, I like singing along with, my, with the lyrics. How am I going to sing along with it? You know, it's like, I understand there's a place for it. I understand it has to be said. I don't have to listen to it. I respect it. I don't have to listen to it. And for the most part, I thought the production on Kendrick's album was, was terrible. I think Kendrick is kind of weird. He does that weird thing where he changes his voice all the time. You know, I just don't see it. But in this era of hip-hop, there are no lyricists. So these kids need something. And for them, it's Kendrick. That's the only thing they have is Kendrick Lamar. These kids think J. Cole is like the deepest thing ever. J. Cole is what I call surface deep. He's as deep as the surface. <laughs> when you think about it, it's not that deep at all. It's like, his topics of thought-provoking, his lyricism in it. And that's why I always gave it. And I like J. Cole, too. I like J. Cole. His topics, very good. Lyrically, he's all right. Kendrick Lamar is a very good lyricist. I just find him boring. Well... Me personally, for uh, personal preference, you know, I find a way to put Buster Rhymes in this list. For me personally, this is personal personal mm. preference. He's my no, favorite. No, you're right. You're right. So he's my favorite all time. I'll put you with that. You know? No, I, let, me, let me tell you, like, I always said, like, uh, if it was listening to me for the first time, like, I used to rap in the underground. And, you know, when, when you're rapping or whatever, like, you always have to feel like, feel like you're the best, or else you, you have no business rapping, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to feel like you're, you're the best, no one's better than you, that's just how it is. And I've said, ever since I started rapping, the one rapper I would never fuck with is Buster Rhymes, because there's no way you can beat him. There's no way you can beat Buster Rhymes in a battle, or He's out of his fucking mind, like... Yeah, it's not style alone, it's amazing. Like, he, his flow, he switches up his flow a million different times. He can spit to any, anything. You know, I mean, he... Yeah, it, but then something came out, actually. There was an interview with Rod Digger, my cousin told me. And Rod Digger said that Buster Rhymes actually has an... an, an what do you call it? Inferiority complex? Mm-hmm. Like, he feels like he's never going to be good enough. And I, and I actually said a lot for how his career is gone. Because he always kind of plays second, third fiddle yeah. to anybody on the track. You know, and it actually makes sense. Yeah, he always feels like second tier. Like, he always feels like a second tier guy. I don't know why. It's not fair, but he's I great. I don't understand, but, but it looks like he does it to himself, though. You know, it looks like he does it to himself. So if you had to had the opportunity, G. Steele, to uh, re-modify this list, who would you uh, take out and put in? Uh, I, in no order or nothing, but Andre 3000, Lauren Hill be gone, Rock Kim will be gone. I put in Big Daddy Kane. Um, you know... You know, Big L is going to go on that list. Right. And. Jadakiss? And Jadakiss. Right. Either Jadakiss or Scarface. Like, that's always. Jadakiss and Scarface are always, like, in my top five, and it depends what day of the week <laughs> it is for me. Like, I pick one or the other. And I'll, I'll actually keep. On that, back, that back, you take Lil Wayne out, and you can keep, keep both of them. That's like, I think about it. Take Lil Wayne out, you have Jadakiss and Scarface in that list. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that, that would be it for me. But, like, yeah. Big L will be in there. Like, like, I'm, talking, I'm trying to talk about who I think are the greatest ever. Like, Joe Budden to me, I know, is not one of the greatest. He's one of my favorites. Like, Joe Budden to me is probably my second favorite rapper of all time. 
you know, but he doesn't belong in the top ten greatest of all time. But. Um, sticking to music quick. Um, what was your reaction to Scott Weiland dying last week? Still tell the pilots, uh, frontman. I, I, I'm not big on STP. I mean, obviously, I'm familiar with their work, but um, I, I've always heard that he was out of his fucking mind, though. That guy, so he kind of. Yeah, he, he kind of overshot his life expectancy by like 15 years anyway. Oh, yeah, about, easily. For the yeah, <laughs> everybody said he should have been dead like in the 90s. Like, so, I mean, but obviously he wore himself out, and that's just going to happen, you know. I mean, I'm surprised a lot more guys from that from that 90s rock era are not dead. I mean, so, I mean, the biggest things for me is like him, Cobain, obviously, and um, Lane Staley are probably the biggest things I know that mm-hmm. died from that rock era. You know, I mean, but those guys are all miserable, um, alcoholics. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> Look, the, like all of them. That like, grunge era, Cobain, Nirvana. The most suicidal music ever. Yeah. yeah. Very, very talented. Music ever. But fucking depressing. Like, beyond <laughs> depressing. But I like it. <laughs> I, although, I don't, I don't think Scott Wilder would actually fit that because Scott Wilder was a party guy. That guy, yeah, yeah. That guy he, was out. He was just miserable. As a, as a, he was just a miserable human being when you talk about a human being. Like, just a miserable person. Like, he just, he seemed like he hated, he hated his life. He was wilding out. Looked like he was trying to end it. So, you got to be smart enough to know what the hell you're doing. Did you see yeah, uh, his, re- his, wife's, his ex-wife's reaction to the letters she wrote at Rolling Stone uh, magazine? Oh, <sighs> wow. He burned them. Jesus. He burned them. She, you know what, though? She, she has every right. Yeah. She has every right. Every right to them. I mean, if you're going to be like that, a, a, a bad father, as she said, to her kids, then she has every right to say that. And the funny thing is, that. too, geez, like I, I haven't heard anybody criticize her for doing it. Nah. Nah. You can't. Once you start bringing the kids involved, I, I, that's Obviously, it. she's kept quiet for so long. Yeah. Because she didn't want to say this while he was alive, I guess, in front of her kids or whatever. I mean, whatever. I, mean, I, I don't know why anybody would ever marry a rock star anyway. They're, 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 their dick is going to dive into everything. Like, <laughs> and not only that, G, not only that, but also, but, but, but only that too. Also, I think, I think also, uh, she also, you know, out of respect, you know, for the children. I mean, you, you don't want to be that, be that, that person. And not only that, what she didn't say anything else out of line. Mm-hmm. She was, she was actually was in line. With what she said it wasn't. wasn't There's was nothing insulting. It was it's actually what she went through being married to that guy. And you know him having a career and him putting th- drugs in the band ahead of her kids and stuff like that and all all that stuff yeah. and, you know and how it affected their marriage and affected with his kids and whatnot and I mean that's reality. I actually, pre- oh, you know, I actually I, appreciate actually, it. I actually, want to ask you a question. Talking about Kendrick Lamar, talking about music. How do you feel that Kendrick Lamar got eleven Grammy nominations, the most since your boy Michael Jackson? I mean. That tells you, you well. That well. That tells you how just how 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 bad music is now. The quality is because if he's getting that much nominations in, in on uh, the marketplace of music now is this shit. <laughs> I mean, he's standing up. I, 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 I hate the Grammy Award. You so know, I. I just think it's a topic. Of I, I hate all award shows. I've always said this, but I will say this. I will say this though, if. It's a, the, 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 the two awards that should be won, and I don't care what happened, Taylor Swift has to win for album of the year. Has to. Like, in my mind, has to win for album of the year. Right? Song of the year? There is no other song I got more sick of than Uptown Funk. <laughs> By Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. Right. That has to be the song of the year. But for me, it's got to be Taylor Swift. Like, I, I, I don't know. In any time this so little bit drops a single, it's number one. 
She's so adorable. And, tell, and us, what, tell us what the song is. And, and then at the end of that singles run, you know the words of that song. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. You know, it's like, she, now, you, you can say what you want. She She's one of the better um, pop songwriters we've had in the last 10 years. I agree. You know, like when it comes to pop music, you can't touch her right I, now. I definitely she's agree. untouchable. Yeah, I, I think we've even discussed it on the, on the podcast many times about Taylor, Taylor Swift, you know, how she's very talented and whatnot, and it's just catchy. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, 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 I try fighting it. You know who else I try fighting? Oh, no. <laughs> like, Adele? I always just call like a guilty... Uh, Adele? Like, no, no, fuck her. Fuck like, 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 I fucking wait, wait. hate Adele. Oh fuck God. her. I hate Adele. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, Adele, yeah, yeah, Adele lyrics are written by a fat, lonely girl, and, and it's all in her diary. That, 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 that's pretty much all of Adele's lyrics. A fat, lonely girl's diary. Fuck her. I hate her. She has all these girls riled up on some bull. I hate her. Fuck she's not that anymore, you know? though. She's, she's different now. I don't give a shit. No, she's a fat girl at heart. And not saying the girl fat girl. I love my BBW. Love my BBW. Right? <laughs> nice say. When, when you're a fat girl who bitches about shit. <laughs> I started I started getting into Fetty Wap. I was fighting it and there's something about Fetty Wap. You know what it is? His voice is terrible, lyrics are terrible, but, but there's something undeniable for for an artist when they have an ear for melody, and that's exactly what Fetty Wap has. I think Fetty Wap I, I think there's one of his and he may just have one really big run with his album. I think there's a future for him as a songwriter, though, because I can see him writing pop music for everybody because all his melodies, hooks, choruses are amazing because they just stay in your head. They're catchy, and, and there's just, that's a talent. That, 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 that's a talent that's not even taught on how to create a melody. Like Nobody can teach you that, really. He just instinctively knows how to do it. I didn't realize Fetty Wap was an artist It's like two weeks ago. Like I thought that was like a like a a, a production company or like a, a clothing line or something. I had no idea that was an actual like artist. Uh, I, I don't Wap. think a lot of people know. I thought I thought it was a dance at one point. Is that a dance he's doing? Fetty Wap? Sounds huh? like it. It sounds like it could be a dance. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, look, I ain't that hip. I mean, we're, we're both old. I mean, you may be hipper than I am, but I I'm I, I don't claim to be hip at all. No, I, don't, I, I stopped. I stopped trying to be cool. I stopped trying to be hip. I don't give a shit. I mean, I want to be in bed by 9.30 every night. <laughs> you that's lame. It. See, that's, that's lame. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you 9.30. I just want to be in bed by 9.30 every night, man. Nah, I don't care. Nah. Yeah, I, I, I want to eat my dinner by 6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quit. I, I'm not trying to be cool anymore. I just don't you care see, anymore. You see, the funny thing about your... your... And, and you know what? I, I actually think that's the coolest you can be. when you don't give a shit anymore. That's true. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, your yeah. your whole like thing with uh, Taylor Swift though, it's kind of like me and Katy Perry years ago. Can't give it up, man. He can't. I can't let it go. Katy Perry is amazing. Yeah, she's a top fiver. She's a top fiver for me. She's a Hall of Famer. Isn't she the Hall, didn't she the GW Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah. You know, every time I see her too, she's still just like beautiful. I, I don't know. It's like I just want to look at her too. You know, she does this thing though too, where she just looks like she could be the coolest girl in the world too, not just sexy. She thinks she can just be the coolest girl you met. She's not. She. You know yeah. what? You know what is with, with, with Katy Perry though is that she's not the standard pretty girl like artist. She's like, she's like, you know, she's gorgeous, but like, she's like different. Like, she's like has her mm-hmm. own personality. She's, she's not one the one that will hang out with all the like the preppy looking, you know. You know, snooty little girls that in school. She'd be one to be hanging out with all the people that aren't popular. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, know, you know it's true. Are you laughing? You know it's true. 
Yeah, you put a lot of thought into that. Well, not really. That's kind of obvious. I, I, I would assume you'd agree, you'd agree with me on that one. I mean, no, I agree, but I, I didn't think about it as much as you did. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Katy Perry. Yeah, that's 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 my girl. Man. And, and I love, and I like her music too, man. So this for the record. Um, oh yeah. So, let me ask you a question, bro. What's your fucking beef with New York City uh, sports teams and fans? I mean, no, everybody here's a bunch of assholes. Because like. you sit here, because here, here, here it is, you sit here and on, on this podcast and for, for many years claim to be the prince of the city and this is my city, it's my yeah, city. Yeah, <laughs> it's city. But, but my you city. hate the Giants, yep. you hate the Jets, you hate the, everybody, but, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets only count because they just moved there. I know, I, I, I never thought I hated the Jets and the Mets. The, the Jets and the Mets were, they're, they're on stage now, I mean, the Jets and the Mets. Okay, okay the Mets, I can be, we, 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 we were all the Mets, you and I, that's good. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. Else, and, and the Jets, the Jets I actually never had an issue with. Because oh, I, I always thought they were funny. Usually uh, yeah, yeah, shut so up. So I always thought the Jets were funny. Yeah, yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> you know, but, um, nah, but it, it's just, it's just this New York thing, man. It's just, I don't know. Like, it's so hard to, like, deal with. And, 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 and like, everywhere you go, like, and, and all, you know what it is, too? You got the fake New York fans. That, that, the bandwagon fans over here. Are the I, I agree. Because, mm-hmm. because yeah, you know why they're the worst? Because they go out and just, they buy every piece of team paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> and they wear it every day, put it on their cars, they start talking shit, and I don't care. Like, and, and, and it, it just bothers me, man. And maybe it, maybe it bothers me because these teams generally suck, and their fans just act like they're the greatest things in the world. You know, like the New York Knicks fans, I don't, they're in La La Land. I don't know what oh, they're the Knicks stupid. fans Like, I don't know why they're ever talking. Let me tell you, though, Porzingis is God in New York. <laughs> Like, you, there, there is nothing you 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 can bad mouth Jesus Christ in New York City. You can bad mouth Porzingis right now. <laughs> Porzingis is walking on water. He's walking on the Hudson right now. You cannot touch Porzingis. And remember, a couple months ago, everybody said, "Who the fuck is this white boy?" That they know everything about this kid. Now they well, let me let me ask you then. Thing. Let me ask you then. What do you think about Christoph Porzingis? What do you think about him? I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you know what? You know why I don't care? But let me tell you something about NBA basketball. As a Nets fan, I, I realize I'm not going to have a first round pick until I'm 40 fucking years old, DJ. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the NBA. Like, <laughs> I, I can't put effort into hating or loving this sport anymore. I'm going to be 40 years old until the Nets have a first round pick. Like, this is the dumbest team to ever like, ever. So me, okay, so my next topic then. Why do you hate Steph Curry so much? You know why I hate Steph Curry? Because everybody puts him on this whole shit. Oh, man, he's nasty, this, he's nasty, that. I'm sorry. If, if you're a special athlete and you look like I can fuck you up, I don't have any respect for you. <laughs> I mean, you're a special athlete. I'm pretty sure if me and Steph Curry step each other, I'm going to fuck up Steph Curry. No, you, no, you won't. Have you seen, Dude, have you seen Steph positive. now? Have you seen I'm him as a late? I'm pretty positive Steph Curry is not going to be able to do shit have you Have you seen Steph um, Curry as a late, though? He, he's ripped, dude. That, that dude got ripped. Probably I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. I know that dude's going to be before. I don't. He, I can't. I can't deal with him. I can't stand him. I just can't. And it's like, just foul him already. Like, 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 why are you letting him shoot? Just hit him. Like, I don't get it. Like, hit him. Like, said, for me, it's street ball mentality. Next time he drives the lane, elbow. Elbow. Like, do it to him. You'll get fouled. Yeah, who cares? You, you got to learn. 
Can't, can't let this guy shoot. I don't get it. Players are just stupid, EJ. I need to be a coach. You, this is what I don't get about you, though. You sit here, you love Tim Tebow. Like, you love Tim Tebow. Like, you love, love he's a him. great guy. Steph Curry's the same guy that's a better, that's a better athlete. And you hate him. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Nah, I can see. You know what? Steph Curry, to me, is the NBA's version of Drew Brees. You know, everybody's like, oh, Drew Brees... There's something about him that makes me say he's a fucking scumbag. No, Drew Brees probably is a scumbag, but, you know. You see? Yeah, but that's how I see stuff. That whole thing about him is, say, fuck his family. Like, you know, they, they're always pushing him and his wife. They're always pushing him. I don't give a fuck about your family, dude. Play ball. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Like, you know, like even LeBron James don't push his family. You know, and he's the greatest player in, in the league. And he don't push his family. Kobe, Kobe don't push his family. Like, this well, dude's well, you love Kobe, but you love Kobe, so that's different. <laughs> but I'm saying, I, I don't love LeBron, though, and I'm defending LeBron. I'll be LeBron when we have to do that. Like, you're the, like, if you're supposed to be one of the best players, or some people are calling them the best player in the league, there's no reason to push that as part of your image. Just play ball. You know, I, I hate when players start doing that extra shit for their image, because you shouldn't have to. If you're a great athlete, no, I don't and think it is, that, 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 that's all you need. You know, so, he, I don't know, his well, wife's out there. To be fair, my talking about Instagram girl. Fuck her too. Who the fuck is she to judge these Instagram? I love my Instagram hoes. Who is she? Who is she to give these Instagram hoes good advice? I want them to bear their ass. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She's very nice. She's from she's from Canada, dude. How can you pick on her like that, man? She's from Canada. I, I hate Canada. Fuck Canada. She didn't say anything wrong. All she said is that she'd rather give give her save her goodies for a guy. What wouldn't you agree? What, what, what I don't get is, and that's fine. Like, I, yeah, that's great. That's terrific. Who the fuck asked? Her? <laughs> maybe she maybe she read your book. Maybe she read your book. No, uh, that's, that's <laughs> what I don't get. Who asked you? <laughs> Nobody asked you for this opinion. Like, you just came out like, I only bear it from my man, yada, yada, yada. All right, that, that, I guarantee you that hitting your man about two or three years, one of these Instagram hoes going to end up in his hotel room. You think so? Hell yeah. Have you seen these Instagram hoes? These are fucking <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> like, and all again, butt injections, like it the like these girls is hot. Like, oh yeah, whatever. Like so so good luck with that. Good good luck with that. You are your a mess, man's dude. definitely gonna cheat on you. You are a mess. By the way, today's podcast presented by the uh new book by GW Gross, All You Need to Know. Get the book today on Amazon dot com or where else where books may be sto- <laughs> books are sold. <laughs> it's a perfect <laughs> it's like, for you. Small enough for yeah, stalking. It's, it's not, I'll, I'll get trashing a girl defending women, and I'm just buy yeah, my his, book. <laughs> his book is small enough for stalking, cheap enough for a budget. Fifty pages makes someone's yeah, life is. better. Make him laugh. Yeah. yeah. All you need to know by GW Gross. This guy talking about shit about Yaisha Curry. They, but you buy his book. Yes. Support him. <laughs> Bear witness. Bear witness. Bear witness. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, but I don't know. I got, that actually really bothered me. She said that, and, I, and I'm not saying her message bothered me because she's she's right. But who gives a fuck? Like, see, I'm telling you, she's talking out of line. She thinks she's important because of who her husband is. Bitch, you ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. Like nobody gives a fuck about your opinion. Everybody knows your husband, your husband can shoot the fuck out of a three pointer. That don't mean you guys talk about women on Instagram. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh man. Um, I say I say the name Donald Trump. What do you? What, do you, what comes to mind immediately? Um, honest. <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> He's honest. 
funny. In this country, everybody always says, all I want is an honest politician. There you go, America. <laughs> That's as honest as a politician as you're going to get. Ever. <laughs> Are you sad about Kobe Bryant's uh, retirement? Yeah, because it, <laughs> selfishly, it only means that, like, me and Kobe are the same age. That means I'm old, too, so that my life's over. <laughs> Kobe's in a lot better shape than me, and he's like, I can't do this anymore. And yeah. yesterday, I'm out there playing basketball, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Kobe doesn't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm my, my, my right foot is hurting. I didn't even want to work out this morning. I did, like, triceps. I'm like, I'm going home. I'm tired. Like, wow. I couldn't do it. Wow. And I was like, wow. I was like, Kobe, maybe I should listen to Kobe. It's more, it's more like a message of your own mortality. Like, Kobe Bryant's retiring. Like, it's crazy. He's thinking about it, though, easy. Like, it was amazing to see Kobe Bryant at NBA. He was 19 years old, and like, I don't know how old he was. He was 19 in the afternoon, right? No, 17, wasn't it? 17, 17, 17. Yeah, so everyone's <coughs> dude, in the NBA, my age. I'm watching a guy my age in the NBA. You know how awesome that was? And, and there was no jealousy. It was like, give him the fucking ball. Let him play. <laughs> I wanted to see him destroy everybody. So, so me, me uh, that was the only time I watched West Coast game was when Kobe played. You know, like, I, I, I haven't watched it lately because the Lakers are trash. I'm not going to stay up until 1 o'clock. I'm going to watch it garbage and Kobe Bryant looking old. But Kobe and his prime, I would stay up um, almost every night to watch a Lakers game. And that's the way it was, you know, because he was great. You know, but you know, everything comes to an end. So it's just, it, it's just like it's sad because it just reminds me when I watched him when I was his age, and I was excited to see somebody my age in the league. Right. Now, 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 now as you saw my age in the league, I'm like, why the fuck you saw on this roster? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're a mess, Doesn't dude. Does he money things? Like, does he need money or some shit? Like, why is he on this team? Like. Yeah. You see a 32-year-old guy on the team, you're like, oh, God, this guy's so old. Like, <laughs> you're a fucking mess, dude. You really are. Um, I say the name Cam Newton. What comes to mind? MVP. Boom. I'm right there with you, man. MVP. Like, uh, I lo- I've always watched, love watching Cam play. love watching this, this mature Cam Newton play. Because with him, he's the first player you got to honestly say, you can't really look at the stats. When you come, remember, you and me discussed this. We discussed um, the MVPs. Like, we talked about this, like, I think week five or week six, I think we discussed the top five MVP candidates. And I was like, the one thing you're going to have to have a problem with is saying, like, Cam Newton's completion percentage and all that, uh, all that, all that statistical shit for quarterbacks. You're going to see that against MVPs past, and it's going to be like, wow, what the hell happened in 2015 in the NFL, if you look back to it, you know? But when you're watching the games, it's like, it's amazing. That, what was it? That last game, the shootout when you won? I mean, the guy is like, you can't. You can't get in his head in the fourth quarter. You know, it's, and, and I forgot who said it. Uh, uh, I forgot who said it on ESPN. Wish I'd give him credit because I don't want to like, plagiarize what they said. But th- it was perfect. They, they, and he said, um, the way Cam Newton played at Auburn, he was playing like a kid in the middle of the sandlot. And he goes, the NFL has become that to Cam Newton now, and that's a dangerous thing. You know, cause you remember Cam Newton at Auburn? It was like smiling after every play, just doing whatever the hell he wanted. You know, and it's slowly coming back to that now for him in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he's playing against professionals, Very and he's making them all look silly. Very you true. know, like, you know, I, I love watching him play, though. Oh, I, I don't care why never loses, because I, I don't want to see him not smile at the end of the game. 
And yeah. I want to see him smile. I want to see him not smile. I'm, I'm at a point now where I don't mind the New York Giants missing the playoffs. It means they win a championship. Carolina wins a championship. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I mean, I, honestly, like, I would love to see Cam Newton win a, win a Super Bowl ring because, but, you know, and, and you, 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 you know, I think I talked about this more than anybody else. But, you know, like the, the, the I don't know how you say it, the unspoken racism that goes against black quarterbacks, you know, right. especially now. And it would be so great because Cam Newton is so black. <laughs> he may be so black, but he's handsome as hell. It's all good. Dancing on the field and shit. He's doing all these high fives. <laughs> he gets no fuck, you know. Like, and it's great, you know. That, so it would be so great, you know. And, and the NFL has to realize this is the, this is the guy they have to market behind. Cam Newton's their guy, you know. I mean, and he's young. He's excited to watch a good-looking kid, this, and, and, and the kids love him because he loves the kids, you know. And this is the guy you got. You got to market your whole machine behind right now because it's perfect right now. It's so now. It's so hip. You've got to go behind Cam Newton right now. I've always been a fan of it. You know? Me too. Me so it's too. like it's great oh, yeah. to see him at this point. More important to the New England Patriots, Tom Brady or Rob Gronkowski? You ain't no money for this. More important to the Patriots, Tom Brady. But Rob Gronkowski is more important to Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Three degrees of what? Because, <laughs> listen, because... Tom Brady will keep the Patriots afloat no matter what. I, I, I honestly believe Tom Brady will always keep the Patriots afloat no matter what. You know? But I, I think Gronkowski has extended Tom Brady's career to playing at that Pro Bowl um, level. You know? So I, 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 it's a cop-out answer, but that's my answer. I think Rob Gronkowski actually means more to Tom Brady than he does the New England Patriots. But Tom Brady is the New England Patriots. As soon as he retires... They're going to win three games a season for the next 30 years. How do you feel about your uh, your uh, Chicago Bears? I mean, I, 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 th- I, th- I thought they've been very frisky this year. I thought they've been really, really good um, in terms of uh, just, you know, being competitive. I thought they'd be worse than they are now. And then they're actually, I mean, it's hard now. Though. You lose San Francisco last week. I mean, that's, that's going to kill you. But I think they're, I, I, I thought they're better this year than I thought they were going to be. No, I think John Fox done a great job with the roster, the staff. Um, I was actually reading articles um, last two weeks. I was actually nervous. So I'm like, Adam Gase has done a lot with his offense, and he's always in talks for a head coaching position but never takes it. And the rumor is that John Fox is here to set it up with Adam Gase and the coach and waiting because cause, cause him and the young general manager, Pete, are actually really close too. So I hope that's the, I hope that's the case, you know, because I don't want it's the John Fox to set something up, some, some kind of – Put on a level of competition and then give it to some deadbeat coach, you know? Right. So I kind of hope that's the case because I, I, I love the fact that we're, we're competitive the game. Are we kind of brutal to watch sometimes? Yeah. But you know what? It's a lot better than getting blown out by 40 points five weeks in a row, whatever the hell we did last year. You know, there, there, there's no big names on our defense. None. And they're, they're just playing hard. There's no big names. I think Willie Young is probably the most dominant player we have on defense, you know? And, and on offense, everything's, everything's been. I love Jeremy Langford. Can't wait till Matt Forte's ass is out of Chicago. So the Jeremy Langford in our You still on that Matt Forte uh, diatribe, man? Oh, I can't wait till he's gone, man. Just, I, I, I might throw a party. You're the I worst. I might throw a party where I give out so Jeremy mean. Langford jerseys. You're so mean to that guy. I give out Jeremy Langford jerseys you know, to everybody. 
and say, fuck you, Matt Forte, as he's like on Dallas or something next year trying to win a Super Bowl. You know, or Philly. He'll probably be, he'll probably be one of those. He'll probably be in her division next year. Might be on the Giants next year. Who knows? <laughs> you know, the Giants have like 12 running backs that all average about three yards of carry. <laughs> what's, what's, what's one more, right? <laughs> we'll one more. <laughs> what's one more? <laughs> You're the worst, dude. You're the worst. Um, last question as you go. Um, didn't it feel like this year that the uh, this call season was kind of dull? Like, eh, whatever. It was good, but whatever. Eh. Yeah, I have to totally agree with you. Um, I was talking about this. I forgot. I think it might have been a Joe Weezy. I'm not sure. Um, and I was like, you know what sucks this year? Clemson's the number one team. They're good, but they're not that team that, like, you know what we missed this year? I actually missed. Those Alabama and Florida teams are just people who shit at everybody all year long. I, I miss that. You know, when Alabama won every game by 30 points, when Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer won every game by 30 points. We need that again. I'm not saying Alabama isn't great. Ohio State isn't, hasn't built this great thing over there. But I actually loved it in college. From once, uh, you have one or two teams a year that beat everybody by 30, 40 points. And we didn't have that this year. You know, I think Clemson's a good team, but Clemson's kind of like they, they kind of sleepwalk a lot. Oklahoma is probably the only team that's looking to blow people out. But Oklahoma, it's the same story every year. They look really look like world beaters. And when they, when they play in the BCS game or something, they look like shit. You know, uh, who's the other teams in it? Um, Michigan State has been sleepwalking all year long. Hopefully but somehow beat Ohio State and Michigan. Somehow beat Ohio State and Michigan. <laughs> I don't know how they did that shit. And they beat Ohio State and Michigan on special teams. People have got to realize that they beat them by special teams. They outdueled them or defensive stop. No, they beat them with special teams. You know? So I got to say, I found to wrap it all up, no, it's been pretty dull, but I think Bama, pound for pound, is a team nobody should want to deal with because their offense is dangerous. Throwing the ball and running the ball. And they still got one of the better defenses in the league. So to, to, to put a cap on this, on this, oh, I'm saying I'm not like I miss any college football. Like I love it. I, I, I'm more engaged in that than I am pro football nowadays. But I think Bama wraps it up though at the end of the day. Boo! Hey, <laughs> you know, so I'm not a fan of any of these teams. Like I'm really not a fan of any of these. Four Michigan teams. State, I mean, so. Michigan State's one one four. Hmm. Oh, right. Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan State gets me upset because they pretty much had the same team from last year, and last year they looked so much better. You know, they they looked ridiculously better last year. You know, but whatever. I guess that's what happened. You know, I'm Jeremy Langford. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the podcast, bro. Hey, before you go, do you do you miss coming on the radio show, man? Yeah, man. I, I, I actually had a good time doing this now too. It's fun. It's fun. It was like. Like reminiscing back in the days, all, all we need is like a calm ass for a smart ass comment. D. Wilson call in the middle of the show and interrupt it. We need Roslyn to be the only voice yes. of reasoning. You know, yeah, Roslyn's the only voice of reasoning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she I, really was the only voice of reason. <laughs> yeah, I think I think might bring you guys onto the playoffs. Uh, you both on the like, on the round table. Yeah, I, I haven't spoken to her in a minute. I, I mean, I spoke to her like not on air, but that's about it. You know, but. She's she's still doing her thing, man. She's still out there grinding. Shout out to Rosalind Moore. She's she's on Snapchat now. She's she's all over the place, man. I can't keep up with her. You need to go on Snapchat. Uh, I, don't, I I don't do Snapchat. Come on, G. I don't do Snapchat. No, man. I I gotta stop. Like, there's something in social media I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna Periscope. I'm not gonna Snapchat. I'm not gonna have a Tumblr. I'm not gonna. 
I'm going to do a lot of these things. Like, I'm not, you know, Twitter, Instagram. I don't have Instagram that much, but Twitter I'm good with. Like, But your podcast, but your least podcast, man. By the way, like I said, I love the direction the podcast is going. His, by the way, I, I don't think I told you guys the new show. The only show that matters. <laughs> That's the title like of the show. Yeah, I, hey, it's you. It, it fits you perfectly. Check it out. Um, it's on there once or twice a week on, NDN, on the NHSC Sports uh, Network as well as the Happy Hour Network. Uh, G Stelio, GW Gross, however what we call today. Thanks for the podcast, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, DJ Carl. Have a good weekend, man. Talk soon, brother. All right, bro. Be good.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.